Sega music, live shows, and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net. Get ready. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sega Generations. I am your host, Alpha Dog 1996, and for the next couple hours, I will be taking you patience of Bayonetta. I seem to sound like I'm having a bit of issue with the background music. Um, to start off the show, I had done a request for Jamie 64326, which was the Afterburner Bloody Fate version from Bayonetta Bloody Fate. Yes, this show today is about Bayonetta. Originally, when I ended the last show, I had hinted towards Valkyria Chronicles, but due to the life issues, I can get into that a little bit later, I had to cancel my show, but thanks to KC and a few others, I was able to actually come back, and better than ever, even. So I decided to start off the show, this show's return with actually Bayonetta, to commemorate the release of Bayonetta 3 coming out soon. Plus, I recently got it for the Switch, so I figured it would be a great idea to start off with something I'm a little more comfortable with. Yeah, Jamie, of course you would understand that the background music. The background music actually is a request of Jamie64326 that I actually forgot he requested. It is the Splash Wave Infinite Climax music. Well, I'm going to run down through some of the IRC. Not IRC, Discord. Well, I still have a chance. Um, welcome CD-ROM, Green Viper, Ravsy, Grexy, Rainmaker, Skyblaze, Twinny, Aisu, Anapanta, Adi James Barak, Beep Beep, Ama Venato, Ben Briggs, Ben name. Shush, Jamie. Blue Blur, Bogard, Brass Saturday, Bread Crumb, El Calum, Kesenti, Charles Ritz, CD... I'm not even sure I have time to read everyone's names. Welcome everyone in the Discord. I forgot, I didn't realize so many people had joined. Um, also, I'm not going to get into it just yet what the giveaway is going to be. That's actually going to be a surprise for those of, after the next text for Tom. That. Next music break. So, Bayonetta is an action-adventure hack-and-slash video game, for those who do not know, developed by Platinum Games and published by Sega. The game was originally released for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 in Japan in October 2009, and in North America and Europe in January 2010. The game was later released on the Wii U alongside its sequel, Bayonetta 2, releasing in September 2014 around the the world. Bayonetta takes place in Vigrid, a fictional city in Europe, and stars the character of which was capable of shape-shifting and using various firearms. She also possesses magical attacks, and she can use her hair to summon demons to dispatch her foes. The game features a rating system which gives players a grade based on their performance and a combat style that is very similar to the Devil May Cry series, also created by Bayonetta creator Hideki Kamiya. Also, for those of you who do not know, my show is based on the history and progress of Sega games and their franchises. For those who haven't seen the first four episodes, I have done Sonic the Hedgehog, I have done Alex Kidd, Vocaloid, and Fantasy Zone. So, for those of you who wanted to check them out, they should still be in the podcast list. I'm actually going to get started on the music break, and when we come back, I'm going to talk about the giveaway, the show, and what to expect out of the series. So, starting off, we're going to have... A classic, Blood and Darkness, from Bayonetta. 
Apparently, Rexy's talking about how she. <laughs> Apparently, Rexy's not talking about how it feels to read out the entire Discord. I didn't even know that 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 so many people had joined the Discord. Shows how far behind I've been. But I am going to start off with Blood and Darkness, and I will see you guys when I get back.
Hello, welcome back to Sega Generations. What I had just played for you was Red and Black, Bayonetta, Apache Slot, which was a request from Green Viper 8, Afterburner or Range, which is another Apache Slot Bayonetta game, and request from Green Viper. Before that, I played FEMA Bayonetta, Mysterious Destiny from the first Bayonetta game, and Blood and Darkness from Bayonetta 1. So, the reason I should get into this real quick... The reason why I had quit the show was personal matters in my life. It's nothing that I feel should go to too much detail. Just a lot happened and I needed to leave the show. Thankfully, Casey and a few others had looked out for me and allowing me to take my chance to come back and prove that I can take this seriously. So, here I am. Hopefully I can get the shows to be even better than they were and hopefully I can make it last even longer. I actually had planned for the future of this show, this not to focus on games that have three or more games, but just to talk about games in general. Originally when I did this, I wanted to focus on games that only had at least three games in it, so I had a way to focus on like the first, middle, and last. Now I decided though I'm just going to throw it all together. If it's a Sega franchise, even if it's one game, I'm going to take it. So looking through the... Discord earlier it looked like everyone was just quoting different lines of Bayonetta from the games. I still have to say my favorite is the Smash Taunt where she goes, If you need to learn how to talk to a lady, ask your mom. This just sounds so accurate. Believe it or not, actually, the reason I got into Bayonetta entirely is because I would play Smash with my friends and my friend would play Bayonetta and the taunt is what got me. I'm not even going to lie. And then I looked into things here and there about the game, and then I heard it was coming out on the Switch. Figured there's nothing better than to do than play, and I'm hooked. I beat most of the Devil May Cry games, which I got into from a Bentley Jones song that he did for the fourth one. And I heard that this game is very similar. I figured, might as well try it out. So, I am back. I'm going to do as great a job as I can to make up for what I've lost. And... A way that I'm going to try to do that is actually a giveaway. This giveaway that I had posted and hinted at is nothing huge, nothing massive, but I figured it's good as a comeback to make up for what I have left and to make and to get this show pumping as a celebration for the show returning. So, without further ado, the giveaway for this is actually going to be if you can. Ah, the giveaway is for the eyes of Bayonetta art book and DVD hardcover. With this, you get the eyes of Bayonetta collective um, stylish art book featuring the models, the monsters, the weapons, locations, and everything. And it also comes with a DVD that includes an exclusive hour-long DVD intro with the game's creators taking you behind the scenes of Bayonetta's creation. Normally, this game is $50. This book is $50. But I am able to give it to one person for free by the end of the show. So, what I am going to do, the only thing you have to do to get this show... <laughs> the only thing you have to do is to direct message me on the Discord with the hashtag Sega Generations Giveaway. I will post that into the, the Discord right in a moment. All you have to do is post this and share this to my Discord and private message me, and I will assign you a number. And at the end of the show, I will take all the numbers and rearrange them and randomly generate who will win. 
this Bayonetta, Eyes of Bayonetta art book and DVD. And exclu- this is, I've re- looked into this a lot and it's, it's, it's phenomenal. And I figured there's nothing better to do than, and we already have people doing it. To get this, bring, bring this out, it's actually directly by Sega. It's from Sega, so it is still an official artwork concept. And all you gotta do, hashtag Sega Generations Giveaway. You have from now until the end, until the end of the last talk bed, and I even added a lo- an extra music break to this show so that you have a chance of listening and getting your submissions in. So, while everyone gathers their um, selections, I am going to actually continue on to the first music segment, How It All Began. In case you don't know, this music segment is about how the game got started, what gave the creator the idea to do it, what inspired the design, and so on. Hideki Kamiya directed development of Bayonetta at Platinum Games since January 2007, and the game was more or less complete by October 21, 2009. The group developed for Microsoft's Xbox 360 game console, while Sega, with Platinum Games' original data and support, handled Next Entertainment to port the game to Sony's PlayStation 3. Kamiya had worked on previous games such as Devil May Cry, Beautiful Joe, Resident Evil, and its sequel, and as such, the game makes occasional references to these games, as well as other Clover Studio titles and various Sega franchises, such as the minigame inspired by Space Harrier. I noticed as well earlier on there was a lot of people with debate about that, but that is Space Harrier, not Star Fox. Marie Shimizaki designed the game's characters to be fashionable with subdued features. She designed the titular character to fulfill Kamiya's request for a modern female witch that wears glasses, wields four guns, and the two settled on her original concept for the character despite her work over a year on other concepts. Conversely, Shimazaki didn't require a huge amount of effort to design Bayonetta's short-haired, red-clothed rival Jean, who merely wears glasses on her head above her eyes. She added plumes to Jean's handguns to add movement to the design, and thick makeup to Jean's face to make her feel like something out of a 1960s. Though Shimazaki preferred Bayonetta, Jean turned out to be more, the more popular of the two witches among um, Kamiya and the development team. Still, in April 2009 interview, Kamiya called Bayonetta in many ways his ideal woman. Though the game's director de- deliberately created De Bayonetta from scratch and has called its story completely original, he has admitted to using some names from Scandinavian mythology and playing about half of Devil May Cry 4 for research. As a fan of folk music, he named Bayonetta's set of four handguns after the old English ballad, Scarborough Fair, and its individual guns, Parsley Sage, Rosemary, and Thyme Hiroshi Yamaguchi focused on composing music for the game that has an up, has a nice up-beat, up-tempo beat, and expresses femininity through female choirs, pianos, and other beautiful instruments, though some tracks also use pure orchestra or folk instruments while Kenichiro Yoshimura transformed Shimazaki's Bayonetta design into a game model and used the digital sculpting tool ZBrush to create more normal maps for its details. He worked with Shimazaki on the model's makeup, referred to foreign models and similar bodies, and said, I really wanted to get Bayonetta's neck backside perfect. I guess I am into that sort of thing. Mind you, that's his words, not mine. The language spoken by the angels in all of Infernal Summons is Enochian, 
a name often applied to an occult and, and, or angelic language recorded in the private journals of John Dee and his colleagues Edward Kelly in late 16th century England. I'm actually surprised I got all that down before the end. Um, so, while you guys send me your submissions, remember, hashtag Sega Generations Return Giveaway for this Eyes of Bayonetta art book and DVD. Let's get started on the next music break. It is going to be starting off with Let's Dance Boys by Bayonetta from Bayonetta 1. I will see you guys when I get back. Send me your submissions and the direct messages.
Hello and welcome back to Second Generations. What I had just played for you was Destiny First Attack by, with Angel Attack from Bayonetta 1, Magnificent 7 from Infinite Climax Mix, Bayonetta 1 as well, Fly Me to the Moon, Infinite Climax Mix, and Let's Dance Boys from Bayonetta. There seems, uh, Rexy seems to be a little confused about the Angel Attack. Is that really, uh, gonna wonder about that later? So, I already have a handful of requests, uh, requests, uh, submissions for the newest giveaway. If you have not entered, you still have a few more talk beds left to enter to win the art book and DVD of Eyes of Bayonetta, the book. Originally, it's $50. I can get it to one person who wins. All you gotta do is direct message me. Hashtag Sega Generations Giveaway, and I will do an RNG give post at the end to see who wins it. So you have two more. You have three more, actually. Three more music breaks left to get to put your submissions in. So it seems Electric Boogaloo just came in. Yeah, I heard that Toys R Us is closing. I actually have a friend that works at the Toys R Us near me, and it's upsetting that he has to find a new job now. I actually managed to get a video game that I never thought I'd get. It's uh, Oblivion from for Oblivion from the Elder Scrolls series. I got it for my Xbox, so I'm looking forward to playing that. So, with Bayonetta being the topic today, I wanted to say that, like I said earlier, what got me into Bayonetta, or ultimately, was her debut in Smash. Just how she... <laughs> Sorry, I just got a submission. Uh, Uncle Yeti, Becca, you're gonna have to be patient, just like everyone else. I won't. I'm not gonna be able to control who gets what, but I'll put your name in, no problem. Her taunt in Smash, where she dances and taunts at you about have, learning how to talk to a lady by talking to your mother. It's her. Just a sass got to me. But what ultimate? What made me interested is when I heard that a lot of the style from it came from Double May Cry, which I have played almost to completion. I've beat the first three games. Nearly ripped my hair out on the third one, I'll admit, and got halfway through the fourth one when things happened and I couldn't play it any longer. So that is what happened with me. Like, Bayonetta, I love Bayonetta. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I do, but oh my gosh, it's amazing. What's not to love about a witch that lives in modern times and there's a lot more that can go into that. I'm keeping my mouth shut. But I actually am interested to know your views of Bayonetta. So while we're also messaging me for the giveaway, I would like to hear what you guys believe about your... I would love to hear your views on Bayonetta. So message me your views on Bayonetta. That will be the question of the week. Just what is your view on Bayonetta? What do you think they could have done differently? What are you hoping for the new game? That would be the ultimate question I want to hear answered. What are you hoping will come of the new game? Message me that, and I'll read them in the next music break. So, now we're going to go to the second music segment. Let's keep going, which is focused on what happened after the game was released, how the progress of the game was going, so on and so forth. So, shortly after the release of Bayonetta, Hideki Kamiya discussed with Yusuke Hashimoto ideas for a sequel and spin-off games from the title. Despite these occurrences... 
Kamiya believed they would never release a sequel. However, Kamiya's Twitter account later stated that he might release a sequel if Bayonetta sold well. Bayonetta 2 was revealed during a Nintendo Direct on September 13, 2012. The reason for the game's Wii U exclusivity was because Nintendo stepped in with additional funding after it was shelved by Sega. Platinum Games producer Atsushi Inaba responded with complaints, responded to complaints by fans of the original game, stated that Bayonetta 2 would not exist if Nintendo had not partnered with the developer to make the game. Work on the game was based on feedback the staff received from the original Bayonetta to bring various improvements. Nintendo was not involved, however, in the making of the game other than as an observer, and the staff were pleased with their experience. One of the improvements made by the staff was to the movement of enemies. In the first game, there was a single enemy movement when Bayonetta struck them. While in Bayonetta 2, they have different animations depending on the direction of Bayonetta's attack. The architecture of the for the main city environment, Noatun, was based on cities in Belgium and Italy, such as Brugge, which for the church interiors, Brussels, the grand buildings, Florence, city streets and houses, and Venice, the canal network. Like the original game, Bayonetta 2 features a cover of an old Sombat remix into the signature style of the games, Moon River by Andy Williams. Both the remix version and the original were included in the game, much like how Fly Me to the Moon was used as the main theme song for Bayonetta 1. The game's battle theme, Tomorrow is Mine, was one of the first pieces of music revealed in its entirety during a promotion of the game. Both of these songs were performed by Keely Bumford. Also, like the original game, Bayonetta 2 received a five-disc original soundtrack, which was released in Japan on October 29th, 2014. Several reviews agreed that the game was an improvement of its predecessor, despite acknowledgement that its combat mechanics were largely unchanged. Eurogamer's Martin Robinson concluded, Bayonetta's too big a disappointment. Maybe that it's an iterative sequel, but it's not such a problem when it's iterating on genius. IGN's Jose Otero commented that its art direction and pacing make Bayonetta 1 look poor by comparison, while game trailers called it sharpened to a nearly flawless degree compared to its predecessor, praising the variety in addition to the style mixed with the gameplay, where the game thrives on throwing players into complete madness and letting them conquer it. Chris Carter at Destructoid stated, four years later and Platinum hasn't lost its edge of Bayonetta 2, it's just as stylish and as fun as ever. Jamie64326 in the Discord is stating that Kamiya wanted a spin-off on 3DS. Um, when I was looking stuff up for the game, I had, didn't see anything, but it would not surprise me if there was talk about it. Rexy finds it interesting to see European influences, even though Noah Dune is clearly a fictional Asian place. Well, what do you expect? I'm going based off of what I saw, Jamie. I apologize in advance as well if any other information is incorrect. I try to do my best. But it's also possible, Jamie, there was covers, too. I might, it might have been, one of them might have been a cover for one. Who knows? So, I'm going to get ready to start the last main music segment. This is, you're running out of time, guys, to get The Eyes of Bayonetta art book and DVD. This features 
can stylish artwork behind the cinematic action game featuring character sketches, CG models, monster weapons, monsters, weapons, and location designs, and creator commentary, as well as an exclusive hour-long DVD interviewing the game's creators and taking you behind the scenes of Bayonetta's creation and greatness. Originally $550, I can get it for whoever wins. All you gotta do is send me the... All you gotta do is send me hashtag Sega Generations in the me- in, to my private message in Discord. Also, send me what you want to see out of Bayonetta 3. What do you think is going to happen? What would you like to be added? If there's anything you'd like to be taken away. And I'll and read those off as well in the next music break. Also, I said it was, this was the last one. I was wrong. I apologize. So, I will see you guys soon. I'm going to get started with the Lumen Sage and Temperentia from Bayonetta 2. See you guys in a bit.
You're listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. Sega!
Hello and welcome back to Sega Generations. What I had just played for you was some songs from Bayonetta 2. The last one I played was The God of Chaos. Before that I had played Beyond Time, Moon River, In Infinite Climax Mix, and The Lumen Sage of Temperentia. The Lumen Sage was actually a request from somebody I know in real life, which is why it actually made it on itself onto the list. A lot of, um, I mentioned, saw that a few people were mentioning how long the tracks were, and unfortunately it was either going to have a lot of really long tracks or a lot of really short ones, and I want to try to make it last to as most of the two hours as I can. So, a few people had told me what they wanted to see out of the new game. The new Bayonetta 3 game. A lot of what people wanted to see, well, other than Jamie just wanting to see Bayonetta, her derpeter, was just new, like, I guess, skins for the weapons. I know CD-ROM said he wanted to see some green guns. And I know a lot of people wanted to talk about it getting onto the PC, and there still seems to be a bit of a controversy about that at the moment. Literally, though, at this point, there's no exclusive way to tell, because, yes, it is funded by Nintendo, and Nintendo owns the rights, or whatever you want to call it, but it would not be the most surprising thing I have seen if, in some time in the future, Bayonetta 2, if not 3, was put on Steam. Just because, when you think about it, yes, Nintendo owns it, but they're not the sole owners. Plus, if a lot of people demand it, anyone listens. Uh, Jamie's wondering why Nintendo just doesn't buy this IP from Sega. Uh, I have to agree with CD-ROM. It would be quite risky and there could be a bit of a backlash for it as well. Um, normally during this time of the show I would talk about my personal opinions of the franchise I'm covering, but I feel like that's all I've done so far. I will just reiterate that I just... With, uh, being a fan of Devil May Cry as I am, the original, not the remake of Devil May Cry, I couldn't help but fall for Bayonetta. And more than just the character, I love the action, the style, the character design. It has a lot of good flaws, to, has lots, a lot of good to it, and it's a, yes, of course, with any game, it's flaws to it, but you can't blame them for trying. Especially given the quality of things at the time, it did a pretty good job. I would like to remind people one more time. You're running out of time. You got this next music break and the one after to set your submission in. Direct message me. Hashtag Sega Generation Giveaway for a chance at a physical art book and DVD of The Eyes of Bayonetta, which features stylish artwork behind the cinematic action game featuring character sketches, CG models, monsters, weapons, and location designs, as well as creator commentary and an exclusive hour-long DVD interview with the game's creators taking you behind the scenes. Again, this is normally $50, and this is coming from Sega. You have a chance to get this for free if you send me. Direct message me, hashtag Sega Generations giveaway. You're running out of time, guys. So what I'm going to do now, I guess it's not everyone's supporting the Switch and Bayonetta. I have to agree the Switch is succeeding for different reasons, but it's a good way to publicize Bayonetta's return, because especially since the Wii U didn't do that well as a system, a lot of people may have thought that Bayonetta did not as well. 
because I understand, I see, I know people who get like that when it comes to the hype. They believe that if it's on the system, it can't be good. So, here we go. I'm going to actually start the last main music break, but to be continued, which talks about, normally talks about the game as of right now and where it's going. Unfortunately, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, other than the info that's passed out on the trailer and pure speculation, there is no new info for me to go off of for the third game. So instead of me focusing on the future of the game, I am deciding to talk about spin-offs, uh, different things that the franchise has done, and go from there. I will touch on the for third game, for those who have not watched, seen the trailer. Don't worry, there's no spoilers. It's only been a teaser trailer out. So... An anime film based on the game titled Bayonetta, Bloody Fate, was directed by Fuminori Hizaki and produced by Gonzo with screenplay by Mitsutaka Hirota and character design by Ai Yokoyama. The film was announced at Tokyo Game Show 2013 and released in 10 Japanese theaters for two weeks from November 23, 2013. It was then released on Blu-ray disc and DVD in Japan on January 24, 2014. A manga adaptation illustrated by Mizuki Saki Sakakikabara, I feel I butchered that, I'm sorry, was published in two parts in Kodansha's Besatsu Shonen magazine on November 9, 2013, and December 9, 2013, respectively. On April Fool's Day, April 1st, 2017, Sega released 8-bit Bayonetta game for free on Microsoft's Windows, while the game uses 8-bit era graphics and was extremely simplified in gameplay, only allowing Bayonetta to jump and fire at a few enemies, and considered part of the April Fool's Day pranks, players found several bits of pieces in the achievements that pointed to a countdown timer on Sega's website on April 11th. 2017, as well as other data mining suggesting a possible port of the Bayonetta game to Windows. At the end of the timer, it was confirmed that Bayonetta was coming to Windows, supporting 4K graphics and other improvements from the original versions. A spokesperson for Platinum Games said that they have become interested in porting more of their games to the personal computer, though the decision to do so has become a choice of their respective publishers. Sega has been supportive of personal computer releases of late. Platinum Games developed Platinum's development efforts to port the game to the Wii U aided in completion the, completing the port to the personal computer. Bayonetta appears as a per- playable fighter via downloadable content in the 2014 Nintendo fighting game Super Smash Bros. for Nintendo 3DS and Wii U after being one of the most requested characters by fans to be in the game. She fights using various methods including combos, witch time, and bullet art abilities from her series and has alternate costumes based on her designs in both Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2. She was revealed on December 15, 2015 during the Super Smash Bros. final video presentation and was made available alongside a stage based on the Umbra Clock Tower from Bayonetta on February 3rd, 2016. The first trailer for Bayonetta 3 was revealed during the Game Awards 2017 on December 7, 2017, and parallels many elements from the teasers for the games before it. The trailer begins with a shot of the moon imagery for, of the series before a wash of blood red changes to color. One of Bayonetta's ribbons floats from the air towards the screen before it rips itself in two. The scene then changes to show Bayonetta herself sporting her look from the original Bayonetta, struggling to defend against an attack by an unseen force and bleeding from around the face. 
As she is knocked back, she retaliates and fires a barrage of bullets at her enemy, but before the shots can reach the target, they are frozen in midair and diced apart by a strange electrical energy as a glowing silhouette of a figure appears in the distance. The figure rushes forward and appears to split in two. Bayonetta lands on her feet with the camera between her boots and a sea of bullets casings, the figure materializing in front of her before fading away on the wind. Bayonetta's legs then appear to fall in different directions, implying she has been bisected and her guns bounce off the ground to form the Umbran Seal, which then cracks to form the number three. Last chance, guys. Last chance. You get. You only have so, so much longer to submit. Hashtag second generations. Giveaway to me to win a chance at that giveaway. Next up, we're going to start with Prologue from Bayonetta Bloody Fate the Movie. I will see you guys in 10 seconds after 10. Bye!
Hello and everyone, welcome back to Second Generations. What I had just played for you was the Gate of Hell Bloody Fate version from Bayonetta Bloody Fate. I'm gonna mention that all of these are from Bloody Fate. I wanted to get try to get something in from the Smash game and I was not able to find anything. Bloody Fate from Bayonetta Bloody Fate. Night I Stand and Prologue. Everyone is now happy to hear that, that the Gate of Hell was on the list because Rodan and Green Viper just posted a picture of Rodan in the Santa outfit. I haven't played Bayonetta 2 yet, but I was told that Rodan enters the fray as Santa and I nearly banged my head against the wall not believing a single thing that they said. Um, but yeah, I love Rodon. I, I was telling everyone in the Discord how my favorite thing that he says is how he quotes the black market man in Resident Evil 4 and how I nearly lost my crap when I heard that. There's also been some discussion about the Atari and whether it's good or bad. I... <laughs> Rexy, no matter how much you ask, I'm not putting a chainsaw on your arm. You know what the sad part is? For him to say that, she must have asked at least once. So, guys, normally this is where I start ending the show, but I figured this is a good play for me to introduce a little new segment. Nothing major, but the name of this section is going to be Fan Service, which you can guess is just I take some requests from throughout the week and I put them into a small little segment before I end the show. Um, for this today, though, I only have three. I wasn't able to find enough people to request that I didn't already use for early on in the show. <laughs> Green Viper is saying, Bayonetta 2 is arguably the best Christmas game, not more than Christmas Nights, however. I can honestly agree with you on that. I don't think anything can beat Nights. Being my second favorite franchise in Sega, I can definitely agree with this. <laughs> Brexy's saying, Bayonetta 2 is every bit as related to Christmas as the original Die Hard is... You're not wrong, but it's still awesome. Guys, after this music break, I will be picking a name for the Eyes of Bayonetta art book and DVD hardcover, which features stylish artwork, character sketches, CG models, monster designs, weapons designs, location designs, creator commentary, and an exclusive hour-long DVD interview with the game's creators taking you behind the scenes of Bayonetta creation. This is not... This is the only time I see myself being able to do a giveaway. It is in celebration of Bayonetta 3 coming out as well as the return of my show. All you have to do... It is very easy for you guys. You gotta just message me. Hashtag Sega Generations Return, and you will be entered for a chance to win this our, um, normally $50 product from Sega. Um, let's see how everyone's doing. Everyone's talking about a return of the Atari. I, I wouldn't mind the return of a Atari as long as they did it right. And not like this Genesis remake that they did. Because I bought one of those and I was completely disappointed. So I am going to get started on the rest of this, this last music break that I titled Fan Service. With a request from Jamie64326, Space Harrier, Infinite Climax Mix. Guys, hashtag Second Generations Re-Giveaway. Hashtag second generation giveaway. Not return. My apologies. 
Message me that for a chance to win this. You're gonna miss out. I worked hard. For, I looked hard for something like this, and it, uh, you're gonna miss out. I will see you guys after the music break. Until then, bye bye.
Hello and welcome back to Sega Generations. What I just played for you was the new segment, Fan Service, which focuses on you guys' requests for the topic of the week. The song I had ended with was The Gates of Hell from Bayonetta, which was requested by Electric Boogaloo. The one before that was To the Cathedral of Cascades from Bayonetta 2, which was a request from Frost Impact. And what started this one was Space Harrier Infinite Climax Mix from Bayonetta, a request from Jamie64326. I'm going to be able to give you a couple more minutes to submit hashtag Sega Generations Giveaway. Hashtag Sega Generations Giveaway. Message me for a chance to get the eyes of Bayonetta art book and DVD, which is normally $50, guys. Normally $50. And it features 100% pure, unadulterated, all out action caught in the eyes of a stylish artwork from behind the cinematic action game featuring character sketches, CG models of, models of monsters and weapons and location designs, creator commentary, and an exclusive hour-long DVD interview with the game's creators taking you behind the scenes of Bayonetta's creation. Hashtag Sega Generations giveaway, guys. PM me and I'll get your name in. You got one more minute. I'm setting a timer on my phone now. One more minute. And after that, I'm going to announce. So, it is completely luck-based. No one is given any kind of priority around this. It is completely luck-based. It is based on RNG. You message me, I will give you a number. Starting now. You have one minute, guys. Let's see what's going on through the... Jamie's still making fun of me because I don't know how to pronounce Valkyrian or uh, whatever Chronicles. By the way, I might as well cover it now. I, normally I like to hint at the show, the next week's show, but unfortunately, since I had already hinted at Valkyrian Chronicles before I left, and that was supposed to be this episode, next week is Valkyrian Chronicles. I will see if I can mix it up somehow and make throw something else in there. Maybe not a giveaway or maybe a giveaway. Who knows? You guys will have to watch the post to find out. But, yes, I'm trying to find ways to get you guys more involved, which is why I made fan service. And the only way I, reason I call it a fan service is because there's nothing else I could think of for a name about the fans and what they want. I don't want or whatever. Green Viper. No one's going to let me live this down. That's just going to be the newest meme, like, fry sky high. Three, two, one. Alrighty, guys. I am going to... Drop, pick the name. So, in order, we have number one is Green Viper, number two is JME664326, number three is CD ROM 1019, number four is Supersonic Swag, number five is Twinny, number six is Uncle Yeti Baka. You, this, well, let's see, alright. The winner of this will be receiving the Eyes of Bayonetta booklet and DVD. And. The winner looks to be Green Viper. Green Viper, all you got to do is send me your info so that I may send ship it to you the 
Uh, Eyes of Bayonetta art book and DVD. Congratulations, Green Viper. <laughs> I might try to do another giveaway next week, guys. Considering it looked like a, the people that did take part really, really... Rexy, yes, I ran into name picker was the first thing that came to mind. And I've even shuffled it a few times and Green Viper came up twice, so I figured to go with it. So, congratulations. And I'm hoping that you can send me your info, Green Viper, and I can guess it's karma for you helping me with setting things up today. So, with that being said, it's time to start to wrap this session up. This So, congratulations Green Viper for winning the prize. Go ahead and brag. I wouldn't worry about the shipping. I will take care of the shipping. I just need Green Viper to send me his address or the address of where he wants it sent to. Uh, I will see what I can do about a giveaway next week, but unfortunately I live in an apartment now, so money is not uh, something I can throw around. This was a special event for me to do. So, thank you everyone for watching. I'm sorry for how much I butchered this episode, but as I said before, what can go wrong on Radio Sega will. Though it seems to me that it's more just me than anything now. Well, thank you everyone in the Discord. I am not going to read through all that again. That was a mistake to start with. I don't know how Rexy, I don't, Rexy, I don't know how you can do it. But... Thank you guys for watching. I hope that you guys will tune in next week, and I look forward to seeing everyone then. What I've decided to end the track with, with is something different. Or some, something different, but something's missing. I didn't even know that this track existed until I started picking music for the show. I was going to have this for the first music segment, and I figured it was too good to pass up for the ending. Send me the request for your music for the next week's episode. I will have more to the music segment for fan service next week. If you send me more, next week's topic is Valkyria Chronicles. <clears throat> is that is that fair for you, Jamie? Did I say it right for you? <laughs> Valkyria Chronicles. I will have it ready for you guys next week, and I'll see you here next week. Congratulations one last time to Green Viper. And thank you, everyone, and I love hope... Stay tuned for the rest of the week. We have Sega Mixer Drive tomorrow, and on as well as Chaos Control Center and RSN Live. Saturday, we have the return of the voice of Sega. Who knows what kind of madness that Dr. Scottnik's going to be pulling up out of his arm right now. The chart-topping show right, right later that day, and then come back here Monday for the Manic Monday show. See you guys later.
listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. 